Yeah, who would like to kick us off with something that is encouraging, something that's going to build us up? John. <laughs> hey, good morning. Can you hear me now? Okay. Um, so I am, you know, there's so much to be thankful for. And uh, a lot of times we kind of get used to things that we see every day that are incredible. Like, I love to watch a flock of geese fly over my house all in formation. This morning they all had on little rain goggles. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but, you know, just little things like babies and small kids. They're so pure and innocent and beautiful. Um, my wife, uh, it's easy after a 54 years to wake up every day and and not really think about how wonderful uh, a life you have with your with your spouse. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it is good. It is very good. It gets and it gets better all the time. Every every year it gets better. Uh, but um, one thing uh, in spring of uh, 2020, I was diagnosed with a rare. Incurable terminal lung disease, and um, I have been pretty sure I've been healed uh, totally, 100%. I'm waiting on some more tests from the doctors. It wasn't, uh, I was prayed for last um, June, I think, May or June, and um, it wasn't an instant healing, but it's uh, definitely a healing. I'm off the medicine. Um, I, I've been working uh, last week out in the county and no no problems, no shortness of breath or no nothing. So I would love to share that with you someday uh, when I have more than, than two or three minutes. Because um, I, I belong to this forum and I read from people all over the world that have this disease and there is, I have never heard of anyone, no one, anytime uh, getting over this disease or even getting better there's no it doesn't get better and I've even asked the question of doctors and nurses and just people has anybody ever heard of anybody getting over it and nothing so it's a I've always wanted a testimony and uh, I mean a great testimony so here you go thank you It's always tough to follow John. I'll do my best. Um, this year, going, it goes back beyond this year, but this year, uh, one of the things that I'm very grateful for, which is part of my testimony personally, is it goes back many years in my life, but um, I'll give you the context, but I'll tell you what it is right now. Um, my wife and I, my beautiful wife, got that from John, sitting back there, um, we, have, we have had the pleasure of leading a small group, a couples group, a life group. And um, if you've been part of a group before, and I highly encourage, if you've thought about it, if you've never been, if you haven't tried one out, get in one. Um, but groups change. Groups don't stay the same. Yeah, you'll, you'll develop friendships. You'll create some closeness in that dynamic. And then it's tough when it changes, when someone moves away, when schedules change and you can't do Wednesdays or you can't do Sundays or you can't do any day. And as a, as a group leader, that, that hits you. You know, you, you kind of take that personally a little bit. You might feel guilty. You might feel, what could I have done differently? And I'll tell you in 2021 what's been really cool 
for me and just an affirmation of, of God's challenge to say, don't quit, is that right now it feels like a high. It's like it's at a high point. It's re doing really good. We've got four couples that meet once a week. Um, it doesn't always work out. Schedules don't always line up. Stuff comes up. But it reminds me of something that happened years ago that I don't forget because when you get the lows or you get the point where you think you're going to meet and then something comes up like the same day and then all of a sudden you're not meeting and you go, I was looking forward to that. I'm disappointed now. Whatever that is. Um, my wife and I, when we moved back to the area from, we had moved away and then came back to Whatcom County and we were looking for a church and we were going, well, where should we go? and Where should we attend? Let's shop. And we shopped around and tried some churches out and ended up back at CTK, which we had enjoyed when we were in college. And um, then we said, well, we want to get in a group because we did that when we were at another church out of state, um, really resisting the urge to move the microphone up a little bit so I'm not crouching. But um, we prayed about it and nothing happened. Months went by and we thought, what's wrong? We're asking to be in a group and this big giant church in Bellingham doesn't have room for us. Like, how does the math work on that? We couldn't figure out why. And one of the pastors on staff, we talked to them. He actually, he said something really, really convicting that, that I think Denise and I have never forgotten, which was maybe the fact that you're not in a group now means that God's telling you, start your own group. And that was something I was afraid of. I didn't want to do that. I was like, nah, I'd rather be in someone else's group where they're leading and I don't have any expectations. And I just show up and drink the coffee and maybe say something, maybe don't. Um, super easy. It's like a transaction. You're in and out. There's no commitment. Like you, you don't have to be vulnerable. And when you take that step to lead um, or that commitment of just saying, I'm going to make time in my schedule and I'm going to make it a priority and I'm going to open my house up or, or meet somewhere at Woods or wherever, that's a bigger step. And you open yourself up to maybe that feeling of disappointment when things don't happen the way you've planned them or you invite someone and they tell you no or they say they can't do it. Um, that's tough, tough to go through. And so my challenge to each of you from the journey that Denise and I have been on is if you want to be in a group or if you've thought about being in a group, maybe you've been in one but you're not in one now, maybe the fact that you're not in one now is God's way of saying consider starting your own. Anyway, it's part of our journey that we're on right now and I'm excited to see what God has in store. two weeks have been really hard. Um, seven months ago, I had a major surgery. I had a hysterectomy. I had a mental breakdown. I ended up using. My husband ended up ending our marriage. So far, past 21 days, because that's how long I have clean. I've been on my hands and my knees every day, every afternoon, every morning, every night, in the middle of the night. I've been reaching out, you know, like, I've always been at this crossroad with my recovery and my faith until now. Like, my faith has grown. Like, this was a huge, huge storm. But you guys, we're still married. <laughs> um, with some determination and hard work for me and God, um, 
my husband ended up not ending up ending our marriage. Um, it's going to take a lot for me to earn the trust back of not just my husband, but my children and my family. But I know I can get through it with God, with God's help, you know, like God and I have always struggled. Um, I've always had a hard time finding my place with him. You know, I'm an addict. Why can't I be forgiven? Why? Why me? Why me? Because I'm worth it, you know? And the last two weeks, dude, <laughs> it's been amazing. Like, I actually feel like I've been saved for real this time. And it's amazing to feel the way I do it this morning. Thank you. tell me something if he wants me to go up there, right? Oh, and he did, and my hands are burning, I'm hot, and I'm like, but God, it's supposed to be something we're kind of thankful of, and it seems like maybe not, um, but he didn't change his mind. So I'm up here. Um, I have been doing the way, the listening prayer with the group, and it's been awesome, and I have been the last, I don't know, maybe two weeks struggling with or maybe being okay with being mad at God um, and actually going into those feelings, pressing into them instead of going, oh, I'm bad, I shouldn't be mad. And I've had some great conversations with God, just really going into it, saying why letting myself express myself and not feel judged um, in this um, time of just trying to figure out why this, I'm mad at this, why are you doing this? I know I'm not going to get all the answers. Um, but he is, he does give scripture and he gives, um, he makes it clear and I do feel more comfort. And the conversation is going to go on and on and on, and it's always, it's not like, okay, I'm done with that. No, it's like this last two weeks, it's like we go in a little deeper, and I get a little more clarity and a little more on my journey. So um, I guess God wants me to say it's okay if it's not okay, and it's okay to um, press in. He wants to hear. He doesn't want you to hide how you're really feeling. He wants to know how you're feeling, even if it isn't beautiful and pretty and, yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, so a lot of you do know that um, my wife, um, my beautiful wife, thanks John and Joel, um, had, <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> uh, we both had got COVID right around Father's Day last year. Um, and what some of you may not know is um, I'm actually pretty lucky to be here today. I, I uh, doctors told me I was in there for we suffered through for about a week, and then the, uh, I had to come to get the ambulance to come get me. 
And uh, so I went in there, you know, expecting to be in there for like a couple days and then I'd be back to work the next week, keeping a pretty good attitude. And then finally one day, one of the nurses uh, said, dude, you're kind of sick, you know, you're not gonna going home soon. And then a couple days after that, the head of uh, the COVID ICU unit came in and said, you know, we hate to tell you this, but you're probably gonna have to contact your HR and you're probably gonna have to say your goodbyes to your family. And that was really hard. Um, so I did, I, going through the process of doing that, um, you know, had to do it via FaceTime and stuff like that. Um, my daughter Jess was the hardest, she was just, she lost it. But um, what I don't think the doctors knew was that um, I had a whole church praying for me, I had my family praying for me, and we have a big God. And, uh, you know, I fought it. Uh, my nurses were heroes. And um, glory be to God, 10, year, 10 days later, I walked out of that place. Uh, my church came through for me. I came home to um, probably a good three weeks worth of food in our freezer <laughs> in our fridge. We didn't have, all we had to do was heat, heat stuff up for about three weeks. Um, you know, I, I still have some leftover stuff, but um, <laughs> not food. The COVID stuff is hanging on a little bit, but, <laughs> but um, I mean, <laughs> it, it was just fantastic to love that. Um, I mean, we had people that were not only from our church <clears throat> stopping by with stuff, but friends of people from our church stopping by and giving us stuff, you know, and it was just, it was overwhelming. So the love that comes from this church and most of all the love that comes from God is that uh, we serve a great God. And uh, I will never forget that. It just, um, I walked out of that place with a pretty darn good attitude. Nothing bothered me for about a couple of weeks, and then I kind of went back to my old self. But <laughs> anyway, God bless everybody. Thanks. All right. He can't get away with that without me saying something, too. Um, for a long time, I thought, you know, where's the miracles in these days? We don't see any miracles. We read about it in the Bible, and, but we don't really see it. We don't really say, oh, that is a miracle. Well, when I found out how bad Campbell was, um, I pretty much lost it that night. I don't know why I'm losing it now. I'm grateful. But um, trying to go to sleep, I said, God, you know, I've been praying to you, and, and I want to see a modern-day miracle. I want to see my husband come home so that we can share many more years together. And uh, I got this voice right behind me that said, what do you keep praying the same thing about? Stop praying. God already heard you, and he's working on it. So let God do his work. And I just went, okay. <laughs> turned over and went to sleep knowing that he's got everything in control and he did and he brought my beautiful husband back to me thank you God and thank you for this church love you guys hi everyone um so I've been going to this church for about five years now, and um, one of the most amazing things that has come from this besides 
you guys, is the Celebrate Recovery Program. And that is what started me coming here, was the Thursday nights. And um, this is the first church that I have been a part of um, since I was a teenager. We left my church um, when I was about 15, and it was not a happy parting. And it was very devastating and difficult to deal with, and I wanted nothing to do with organized religion. And um, I spent many years still trusting in the Lord, but doing my own thing and not wanting to just be involved. I started going to CTK Bellingham because it was like, you can go in, you do the church thing, and then you leave. You don't have to get involved. You don't have to talk to people. And uh, through Celebrate Recovery and the work that I've done through the step studies with that, I was able to finally let go of that pain and be a part of this church and enjoy every moment of it without being afraid. And uh, yeah, that was a miracle in my life because I did not want to let go of that pain. That was something that was my shield and my protection for a very, very long time. So I'm very thankful for this church and I'm very thankful for what the Lord has done in my life. intense. Okay. Hey, uh, church family. Um, I also want to be on the opposite end of it's okay to have, be in that place where you don't have a miracle. Okay, breathe, breathe. It's okay. I just want you guys to know that it's okay to be there and it's okay to be frustrated with God that you don't have a miracle. And um, just, I just encourage you to not, um, not see other people somehow better than you if you don't have that miracle. Um, God is still working. And God works even when miracles don't come through. Sometimes that is the miracle, is letting you not have the miracle and trusting in him and walking with him as you go through that. So just um, still hand it over to God, but trust him for the yes and for the no. Because um, he, he really loves me. He loves you guys. I've gotten a no recently, so that's why I'm a little wobbly. Um, it was really hard. Um, but I do trust him, and I trust him to get me through it, and he has been getting me through it. And my little disaster in my head and the chaos that I dreamed up, it's not occurring, right? You know, we make up all these stories in our head that life can be, will be horrible if, if this miracle or this thing we want doesn't come through. But God will carry you through it. He's carrying me through it, and I love all you guys. So, thanks. Now I'm going to try to keep it together while I sing this next song after hearing all of those testimonies. Man, God is so good. Amen. 
I'm going to invite you to stand as we sing this next song. Before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. You have been so, so good to me. Before I took a breath, you breathed your life in me. You have been so, so kind to me. Holy, overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, he chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves in 99. And I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was your fool, steal your love off of me. You have been so, so good to me. When I felt no worth, you paid all for me. You have been so, so
we had about I came to him about something and he said seek in him above all and all else will come into place right like dad fully trusted God and 
I know that I was praying for a miracle that he would make it, but I also afterwards was like, oh, no, I have to pray God's will because that's really what I need to be doing. And um, that's hard to do because you're kind of like holding your breath and it's not going to be him going or staying. And um, I feel like I have been... I think for me, my, my word would be, my thing would be peace because I feel like trusting in God through all of this, he's giving me an overwhelming peace that is, um, that does suppress all understanding because I'm like, why? I was doing the little, um, you're talking about the way and how, you know, asking God a question and answering, right? And I multiple times said, how can it be <laughs> like, and I was just, whatever conversation I was having with God. And it was, it was almost like a lot of times God was like, well, I love you. And um, I, I come after you. And um, just like that song that you just, we just sang, um, the pursuing. So this weekend we just had um, Thanksgiving with the rest of my family at this lake house that my dad and Debbie had just gotten. Um, and... Uh, all my siblings and their spouses were there, except for my sister, unfortunately. But um, we were just talking about pursuing, like how God just pursues us, and he doesn't stop. And I mean, really, the miracle that came out of my dad's passing is my sister gave her life to Christ, and that's like huge, huge. Um, My dad has been praying that for years, and all of us siblings have, and that's like, it's... That's so crazy. I don't really even know what to say. Um, But just trusting in God, I just feel like even in the valley, I'm in a huge valley right now. Like, that's what it is. (laughs) And um, I love all you guys because you guys just like, it's like verses come or, you know, there's just, it's amazing how God is just there totally with me. And I love to hear like the miracle of like, I mean, even when we talked, Campbell, like when we talked before, when dad was still in the hospital, like the things that you guys had said to us, like just helped us through it. And um, gosh, I really do. I mean, it sucks not having dad, but I know that it w- if it wasn't that, it would have been something else. And I had time with him, and um, that's just precious that I would never, I would never give up again. Good morning. So I've been so excited about this service to be able to um, come up and and stand and just say what the Lord has done for me and to hear from all of you. And um, uh, I've just kind of been going through a hard time lately and um, physically and um, spiritually I was a little discouraged and um, I confided in a, a a sister in the Lord, and she just, you know, um, just said, trust God, and you're beautiful, and God loves you, and, you know, just gave me that, that, um, just encouraged me, and, um, so I've just been thinking lately, and just listening to your testimonies about, uh, miracles, and, um, the first miracle that I could think of, um, 
right now was the miracle when um, God saved my soul back in um, October of 2018. I had lost my son, and I wasn't where I should have been spiritually, and, and so it, I fell to my knees and accepted God back into my life and, and just turned it all over to him, and he took me back. And um, not only that, out of the, you know, of losing my son, um, my mother came to know God. And uh, it's just so beautiful um, to watch her grow every day and the encouragement that she is. And, um, you know, also from losing him, it's, it's caused, you know, a lot of other feelings, too, within the family. And sometimes it's tough, you know. It's not always easy for us. Um, but I feel, I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt because it says in God's word that in the end, he'll get the glory. And he knows why things happen. And I don't, and, you know, I, I'm, I probably will one day, you know, when I get to meet him face to face. Um, but I just, I love the Lord. And um, I'm just going to trust in him. Um, my heart is just so drawn to um, this church, and it's so drawn, drawn to God, and I want to work for him. I want to put myself out there, and I've been, you know, kind of struggling. Like, um, I think my, my physical issues have kind of prevented me from that, but um, I just want to stand for the Lord and um, do his work and wait for his returning. Thank you. I love you all. Hi. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, any of you here who know me, um, know that I talk a lot about my health lately. I've had um, a lifelong struggle with my health. Um, lately, I've been apologizing that it's all that I talk about, but it's a big thing, so I'm going to talk about it. It's fine. Um, my entire life, I have had horrible chronic pain, really good days, really bad days ever since birth. Um, and um, without having a diagnosis, I just kind of felt like I was stumbling through life and through the world, um, very similar to how I felt before I found God. Um, I was super young going to doctors and getting dismissed because you're a kid, you can't have that. You're a stressed out college student, you're just stressed, you know? Um, but this was really affecting my everyday. I felt like I couldn't leave the house, I felt like I couldn't have friends or relationships. Um, just in lots of weird pain and not having the answers. Um, and it actually wasn't until this spring or this summer, I think, that I got a diagnosis. Um, which, you know, it was a very bad thing to have, but I have an answer, and now I have medicine. And kind of at the same time as finding this church family and my significant other, my beautiful boyfriend, Austin. Um, learned that from you guys. Um, um, but I've found treatment, and I've found friends who care a lot for me. And just, like, all of these answers have now been given to me. And I feel like I don't deserve them after 24 years of not hearing them they've finally all fallen onto my lap and I now don't feel lost. I can see the world around me. Um, 
I'm still in pain most days. Um, I'm in a bit of pain today. I still automatically answer, oh, I'm doing fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I think about it. It's like, no, I, I hurt. Oh, well, next time, you know. Um, so I still don't feel like I deserve it, but you deserve the things you get from him, you know? Um, and it can be so easy, you know, now that I've gotten this diagnosis. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm good on that set, and all those other things are rough for me, and I struggle in these other areas. I want to be grateful for this one thing. Not everything has to be going well for him to be doing something in your life, you know? Um, so I guess I'm just grateful for that this Thanksgiving, feeling the healthiest I've felt to hopefully feel healthier in the future. This has been so good, so good. I love that line. Everything doesn't have to be going well in your life for God to be at work doing something. So, so true. And it's been so good this morning to hear God, how God has been showing up in your lives. And it's, uh, you know, I think so often we just think that He only is going to show up and it's, it's just when things are going good. And that's, that's, that's a sign that He's present in your life, your life. But I've found, you know, honestly, if I could look back over my life and go, okay, where were the moments that... I encountered the presence of God the most, it's always in the bottom of the valley. Always. Hands down. He meets you there. And I hope that you've just been encouraged this morning knowing that, that God is with you. Um, he's with you on the top of the mountain. He's also with you in the deepest valley. And I hope that you just this morning have, have seen and been encouraged. And I want to wrap us up this morning by, by just sharing this verse. It's a familiar passage of Scripture found in, in the book of, Eph of Ephesians, and it's so good. It just, it talks about the love of God, and it's a prayer over the church. Paul writes this, he says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Our God is not a God who lacks. He's a God of glorious riches in every way. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. And everybody said, Amen. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, God, we're just so grateful, Jesus, for the way that you meet us. God, I think so often, God, particularly here in the, the western part of the globe, God, we think that life is all about having everything worked out. It's all about having the right stuff. It's about having our lives go exa exactly according to plan. But God, according to your word, God, life is knowing you. God, life is being rooted and established in your love. God, life is being filled to the measure of all the fullness of you. And so, Father, I pray, Jesus, that, Lord, God, for each one here, God, for those that are, are watching online, God, I pray, Jesus, that this week, God, regardless of what comes our way this week, God, regardless of, of how bright the sun is shining or how dark the skies are, God, I pray that, that Jesus, as we head into our week, that this would be a week, God, where we are filled to the measure of all the fullness of you. 
God, we're rooted in your love, and that, God, we find ourselves choosing you, to trust you. God, despite what our lives look like, that, God, we'd be filled with trust, and that, God, in that place, we would encounter you. Father, I just am so thankful, Lord, for all these, God, testimonies of, of the work that you've been doing, and God, I know that we just scratched the surface. We just scratched the surface this morning. God, we just want to say thank you, God, and we just want to return all the praise, God, all the honor, all the glory, God, back to you, because you are the one who is worthy of it all. It's you, Jesus. It's you, Jesus. God, may our, our lives, God, reflect you, and may, God, our lives, God, may, may they just be a testimony, God, to our family, God, to our, our friends, to, God, to our fellow classmates, God, co-workers. God, may our lives be a testimony, Jesus, of the greatness of our God. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.